Hello and welcome to On The Way Moments, the award-winning podcast from St. Anthony on the Desert Episcopal Church here in beautiful Arizona. I'm Will Strong and I'm your host today. And on today's episode, we're happy to have back our first return guest, Catherine Gilbert. Uh, Catherine serves as the director of Walking the Mourner's Path, which is a national grief ministry that is based here out of St. Anthony. So welcome back, Catherine. It's good to be back, Will. Thank it's you. It's fun to have you. So we, we, we kind of have been talking about what we, where we wanted to go, and, and with the holidays coming up, we thought... Um, what a, a way to talk maybe about grief during the holidays. Um, and so we hope that you would be able to give us some ideas of how to approach the holidays, you know, when either we're, we were personally grieving or maybe uh, grieving, um, you know, from somebody else, for something else too. So um, Okay, so there's a couple layers there. Yeah, absolutely. The, f- the first one is, you know, you're personally grieving. You're, and I think generally we can just talk about the expectation over holidays. It's so great right. to have that perfect holiday. <laughs> and so for all of us, we are all burdened by that. And I think there's this anticipation this year with the holidays is that we can somewhat get together now right. and we can somewhat have those celebrations that we put on hold. And so there's... Another expectation, and then there's the whole van- vax or anti-vax, right. and you know that all layers into it. And so, what you have to do when you're when you're in that situation where you're like, the holidays are really something I'm not prepared for. Yeah. I'm missing someone. Is kind of take away all that noise first yeah. of all. Okay. Yeah, just take away that noise of the and the expectations that this is going to be the perfect holiday right. for Thanksgiving, you know, everybody's going to be wonderful because that's not even a reality. Right. I was say, even in, even in pre-pandemic <laughs> right. that, and, and that, yeah. And I was reading a really interesting article about grief in the holidays. And what was first interesting is there's not a lot written about mm-hmm. it because people don't talk about dying and, and missing right. someone at Christmas because we're all supposed to be, you know, happy and singing, you know, white Christmas. Right. right? But um, I one of the th- suggestions they had is do what you need, want to do. Hmm. Um, what works for you? Um, so, for instance, if you really love Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving dinner, force yourself into Thanksgiving dinner. Go and take that risk. And if and you can always say, I need to leave early, yeah, too, if it absolutely. doesn't work out. Or if you want to do Christmas, but you want to do it on a smaller scale, or just be by yourself, if that works for you, yeah. then do what, do what works for you in that holiday. Just... Remember that this is going to be different. Absolutely. It's going to feel different. It's There's going to be a different because that person is missing. You're hurting. Mm-hmm. And so how can, how, what's going to feel good to me? Yeah. Um, from a Christian perspective, I think you really need to make space for time with God. Absolutely. And um, we are fortunate here at St. Anthony, we have a beautiful Lambreth. Right. And that's a really good way to make a connection with God. Go out and walk, find yeah. that Find a way that you can really connect with God through prayer, through quiet time, to getting yourself away from kind of the hustle and bustle that's so prevalent during the holidays. And find a place where you can sit with God and sit with and say, God, I need help. Absolutely. Because God will provide. He will provide you those moments that you, you will find that God's there with you. All you have to do is be aware of it. And you can't be aware of it if you're worrying about what's on your Christmas list and right. what's not in the store. What I get done. Yeah. Um, so find a way to find a spiritual practice. Yeah. And I think um, one of the great things about Advent is making being intentional mm-hmm. during the season of Advent. And Advent start, starts right after Thanksgiving. Yep. Is find a spiritual practice that you can take on 
for yeah. the season of Advent and a way of honoring your spiritual life. And and journaling is a really good yep. example, a really good thing to do is journal like I'm missing, how can, how can I mm-hmm. help me God through this? You know, or for me, a spiritual practice is hiking because I like Absolutely. to be outdoors. Yeah. And so I, I will take a very intentional hike, yeah. not with my music or right. news or whatever, but just really being in the moment and present with God. Yeah. Um, the other thing I think is really one of the exercises we do in Mourner's Path is that, so you've always done something with the person that died. Try doing it. See if you mm. can do it, how it feels. But if it's too much for you, find something to replace it. Yeah. So, for instance, if you always went to a certain restaurant for dinner or whatever, try going there. Yeah. Or, or maybe do something else. Well, I can't, I can't do that. There's too many painful memories. Let's try something else. Yeah. Try a different place to go. Try a different tradition that you haven't done. You know, that's a great thing about electronic age is we can Google something. Absolutely. Say, something I can do that yeah. I can do on my own. Another thing is give of yourself. Mm. Find a way to be involved in the real Christian moment, you know, for instance, helping out at a food bank or um, doing making if you're good at handiwork or just doing something that puts yourself outside of yourself and Mm. outside of your grief for a moment. That's great. I like that. Yeah. Just find being intentional about finding something. I think that's the word intentional because it's very easy for us to just you know, get on our list and boom, 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 or even go out for our hike and this is what I'm going to do today. And then all right, of a sudden right. you're like, no, I'm going to actually be intentional about spending time with God. Right, right. And that's when that, that healing and that that can that can take place. So Now, the second part of your question yeah. was what can we do for others that we know? Yeah. Over and over I hear this, um, even not around the holidays, right. it's so often that people who've experienced the death of a child yeah. or a spouse, they're not invited mm-hmm. anymore. Because, you know, if they're, if it's a group of couples that always got together for a special holiday meal, oh, maybe she'll feel sad because, et cetera. No, invite them. Invite someone that is normally had been in your circle. Mm. If their circumstances change, you have to be more, again, the word intentional comes up, making sure that they are invited um, to things. And then don't, don't suppose that when you're sitting there and that you know how that person is feeling. Mm. Because everybody grieves in their own way because every relationship is unique right. with the person that's died. So just because you would have felt some way doesn't mean that they're feeling that same right. way. And there's different phases of grief. We have to understand that. There's that immediacy. There's that center stage where you're trying to get everything going. And then there's the reconciliation phase. And you don't know where that person's going right. to be in that process of grief. So spend some time. Just be intentional about including them if they had been included. Or if you know someone that's maybe new to your community or had experience, find a way to include them in your yeah. activities is a great gift to give someone. Be, be invite them into right, yeah, absolutely. And you know the other thing is um, sometimes par- people who parents who lose children, teenagers, there's this. It's hard for them to be around other parents, hmm. certainly. But it doesn't mean they don't want to be. Right. They still want to be included. They had a relationship with your children too. Right. Um, you, their children had a re- yeah. their child had a relationship with, with with your child, and they had a relationship with your children yeah. too. And so include them too. Just be just be conscious of the fact that they might say no. Right. But that's okay. And that's okay. And give them Absolutely. space. Um, the other thing is, and Jill reminded me of this: is don't they say things like, 
oh, they're in such a better place now up with Jesus, you know? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, because that can be really hard because people yeah. struggle with what faith means when they're grieving. Absolutely. Because they, they know in their hearts and in their heads that their faith life tells them that they're with, you know, with God, mm -hmm. but they miss them. Of course. And so yeah. they're not going to be like, or if they suffer, well, they're no longer suffering. Right. Because, yeah, they know that. Right. But they're still missing that person. And, they, and it's only amplified it. Thanksgiving and at Christmas because there's all this, you know, everybody's supposed to be cheery kind of right, thing. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and I've, I've heard of, of services where it's like blue services right. and for, and, and we did one at one of the churches I worked on. It was just this, it was just a time to be together and to just mourn. And it was, uh, it was actually quite a beautiful service because it was, and so, you know, maybe you can find something like that or, right. you know, one of the things we do here at St. Anthony is we do it throughout the season of Advent. Um, it's the theology of peanuts, mm, yeah, <laughs> which is my favorite. And it's Charlie Brown, and he's saying, maybe there are not stars in, our, in the sky, but loved ones looking down on us. Mm. And I love that because it, it c continues the relationship with the person that died. And so at St. Anthony, we do stars, and we allow people to write. The name of the person yeah. that's died it doesn't matter how long ago it was right. or anything and and we actually we used to put it on a tree now we put it over the double doors at church nice. and it's really pretty because as you enter in your your loved one <laughs> is looking down, looking at, down you. at you that's and it's really, really cool and, it, and it's and it's a way of engaging not just yourself but one of the things we we've learned through the process of grief. It says we don't learn to grieve as a child. We're mm -hmm. separated from it. But here's an opportunity for a child to say, well, I can write grandma's name on right. here. And a way of for them to express themselves and the fact that they, they too are experiencing the loss yeah. too. They still, they too are missing that person that yeah. used to, you know, make cookies with That's them neat. or whatever. And what a tangible way then, I mean, leaving, you know, six months down the road, you look up and there's a star and you're kind of, you feel that peace of, yeah. you, know, you know, I like that. That's, that's really that's really um, uh, a neat thing. There was actually just a, a a CBS Sunday Morning article yesterday that we watched was about this gentleman who he was a photographer and he posted um, this old rotary phone. This was in Olympia, Washington, at the end of the at the end of this trail, and it was an idea was just to post it there, and people would come out and they would dial just a number and then they would actually like talk to the person that has passed. And it was just this incredible like story about people who were still grieving and people who, you know, maybe have hadn't grieved. Um, and they were just, you know, sharing their, you know, we miss you. We love you type thing. And it was just this incredible story of something so, you know, that, that seems so small to like me, but somebody who's lost somebody can just go and be present. Well, it's the opportunity to tell your story. Absolutely. And and that's another thing we can do yeah. at, at the holidays is spend time to talk about those stories. Like yeah. we said the last time I was here, storytelling is how we heal from yeah. our grief. Absolutely. And so gives, giving space for those storytelling. And often they are the funniest stories right. that come out. You remember when they did? Yep, exactly. And, and that way you there'll be tears and laughter all at the same time. Yeah. And and that's that's just, just that's to me is like what Christmas is about. Absolutely, I was it's just going to say, those connections. yeah, what a what a joyous time. Yeah, really to remember and to share stories with with the families. Yeah, yeah. 
and and a, and a step towards healing and right and um, and reconciliation. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of mentioned uh, something, you know, don't say this. Is there any, any other, you know, that you'd say not to do not to during do. the holidays? You know, just those expectations. Um, don't do anything because somebody else wants you to do mm. it. You know, um, I hear that a lot. Well, my daughter wants me to do this. You know, I hear that a lot from widows in particular. That like all of a sudden they're, you know, don't know how to use their life right. or anything. You know, certainly if you see something that's dangerous right. with somebody needs extra special help, but you really don't, you know, don't put your expectations onto somebody else. Yeah. I mean, that's good advice regardless. Life, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. You know, and just allow the space for them to be who they are. And if they say they don't want to come to something, don't force the issue. Right. You know, it's like, oh, so-and-so is going to really, you know. Right. You know, just be gentle. We don't want to guilt them into Right, like, right. <laughs> You need to be here because, you know. But if there is a case where people are isolating, Absolutely. that's not healthy either. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's not healthy either. either. Yeah. And, and finding a place for them to sh- help mental, as we've talked about before, a mental health professional, yep. a priest. You know, yep. these are all giving space for all that. Because, you know, I always say that if you're not feeling well, you can take your temperature Right. Of your body temperature, so take a mental and spiritual temperature of, uh, of where you are in your grieving. I like that absolutely. That's yeah. that's cool. I'm going to use that <laughs> <laughs> mental temperature. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Um, so I know we kind of talked about this, but are there any other suggestions for people? You know, maybe you're, maybe they're dreading the holidays. Well, I think a lot know. of people dread the holidays. Right. I was say, even, <laughs> even not in grief right, right now, right? right? Especially now with the shortage and everything else, it's right. like, oh, is everything on back order? Or you know, and so we're, yeah, tip your toe in. Tip your toe into it. You know, if you're really dreading it, tip your toe in. To pick something that isn't going to be too overwhelming. And just tip your toe in it and see where it goes. It will be a step in your healing, is is putting your foot forward, taking that step. Nice. And, and, you know, a faith step. Yeah. You know, take a step of faith and, and, and do it in a place where you feel safe. Absolutely. You know, that you're not going to, or anonymous. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good point. I think, you know, just, you know, do something that's going to, especially like you said, during Advent, which was the whole season of waiting. Right. Like, let's, let's enjoy the moment we have and try to work, work towards some things and towards that healing. Absolutely. Um, anything else you'd like to share? I, I, <laughs> you, I mean, yeah, this is great. We just move I mean, on I, right I, I'm this. sorry, grief isn't, grief isn't like, no. oh, it's great. But I think the, but, I, the advice you gave is, is oh, really thank you. great. Thank yeah. you. Well, I, I think we have to recognize that grief is a natural process yeah. and it comes from loving. Absolutely. It comes from a place of loving. And so grief is natural. And don't pretend like it's not there because it's going to come up and it's going to get you in another way. Right. You know, and it might exhibit itself in another way. But take the time yeah. and acknowledge it. Absolutely. So, um, Catherine, how can people find out about Walking the Mourner's Path? Um, Walking the Mourner's Path is a national ministry, mm-hmm. and they can go to our website, www.mournerspath.com. I didn't think of how many W's, W's there. there. Yeah. And um, my email address is in Perfect. on the website, and you'll learn about the programs. And I can try to connect you with a church that offers the program or a way to... And the other piece of this, if you're feeling called to sit with grieving people mm-hmm. in a ministry of presence, we're beginning to have um, Mourner's Path um, facilitator there training schools. That's exciting. And so, again, because COVID is slowly yeah. abating, and we're starting to be able to do the training, and maybe it's a place that you can, 
if you are one of those people that have um, a heart for pastoral care and for listening and being present, you don't really need a lot of special skills. You just need to have a heart and be willing to, um, an empathetic heart. Perfect. We'll include that, um, your, your information in our, in the show notes below. Um, but I think that's it for today. Um, if you liked our episode, please give us a thumbs up, leave a comment. Uh, we're on all the platforms that you can think of. Um, until next time, be on the lookout for those on the way moments that God is showing up in your life. Goodbye for now. Bye.